It sure is good to be in the Lord's house this morning. I appreciate God letting us come to worship again. and uh, God sure is good to us. And uh, it seems as I go down the road of life that I realize more and more each step I take how much of a blessing that God is on that journey. And uh, since I've been saved by the grace of God, there's been times in my life that I've been uh, uh, way out of the will of God. And, uh, but God loved me even when I was out of his will. And uh, God was encouraging me to come home. And uh, that ties into some of Sunday school lessons. I want to read a passage from the book of Jeremiah, which is called a lot of times the old weeping prophet. I understand why he was weeping. In the third chapter of the book of Jeremiah, verse 21, a voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Then listen to the invitation. Return, you backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. Listen to this wonderful answer. Behold, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord our God. I'm glad if you're away from home spiritually that there's a doorway for you to come home spiritually. So let's all stand this morning as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mercy and your grace. God, we thank you that you're such a wonderful, loving God with so much compassion. Because, God, if you didn't have grace and mercy and compassion, I could not survive. God, I praise you today, Lord, for letting me feel your Holy Spirit. Thank you for Sunday school. And thank you for those that's come into your house this morning. Even watching people come into church houses, bless my heart. And Lord, even at that, there's some that uh, I long to see that's not here. And I pray for them as well as those that are here. God, please help us in the service today to have the service that you want us to have and you're wanting to give us. We ask and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You be seated. We turn the service over to the
page 287. 287.
I'm going to ask for the choir to come down and we'll turn it over to Brother John Cox. It's good to be here this morning. We actually made it to Sunday school this morning, so that was a blessing. And a couple of things stuck out to me. One, one of the scriptures said God was with him. And then that first song we sung, an earthly change can't cause us to part. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that this thing's not about what we've done. It's about what God's done. And thankful I can't screw it up because I'd have... I'd have did it already, Terry. I'd have definitely fell that short. I'm thankful that it's by his grace that he keeps me. And um, I guess I'd just like to say that I love him today. He, uh, I don't deserve, don't deserve to be standing here and uh, definitely don't take standing here at all lightly because I've stood in front of a lot of people before, but standing here will completely make you nervous and, and ill and everything else but as much as I don't like to feel that way I'm thankful that it is that way and if I ever don't feel that way I pray that I don't even come up here because I understand what's at stake today and um, I, I just really appreciate this church and what it stands for and, and I love it and I'm glad to see a, a good crowd like we have today does anyone have a unspoken prayer request I guess stand um, would anyone have a spoken He and uh, his wife, Lois, of course, they can't be here today. Uh, they're not sick right now, uh, but her brother and her brother's wife both came down with a real severe case of COVID. They'd been with them a lot. And so he said, I hate to miss church, but just for everybody's safety, I, I can't come. I have to quarantine. I said, I understand. So he said, uh, just tell the church we love them and just pray for us, and we'll be back as soon as we can. I remember that. It's hard to miss church. It really is. It Missed more church in the last couple of years than I have in a long time, and um, it definitely weighs on you not being able to come. I have a an ex-employee that I ask you to remember. He got into kind of an accident at work, and they're flying him to uh, 
Chicago, I believe it is, to have another brain surgery. So just remember him. More than anything, just pray that if God hasn't given him an opportunity, that he'll at least bring him back to give him an opportunity. definitely are not promised tomorrow and um, I know a lot of you don't know me real well but that that scenario I, I don't I'm not one of those who believe that um, you'll have till the end of this life um, to repent and to be saved I, I believe that when God calls you you better move because I've been in that situation God dealt with me for quite some time and uh, I showed up in church one night and he showed me what it was going to be like when he didn't call me anymore. Once you experience saved or unsaved, once you experience that love and that feeling that God can put um, in you, um, you know, even as an unsaved person, I recognize that love was so much greater than anything I had felt to that point. Um, to live without that for the rest of your life um, is definitely a scare. I hear a lot of people, you know, solely were saved because they didn't want to go to hell. And for me, it just wasn't that. That wasn't that strong on my mind. I guess I just always assumed I'd end up there. But um, to be missing that love that I could feel in the church when it moved in the spirit, um, I didn't want to live this life without that. Um, and I'm thankful for that today. And all these prayer requests, I believe we have no greater one, and we all should be praying for this service today. Pray for Terry. Pray that God gives word, Terry, the words of eternal life that, that will touch us all, because um, what, what may touch me may not t touch you, but God knows what each one of us needs to hear. And 
And, and I believe if we all just do that today, um, we'll see a meeting that we've probably never experienced. Um, so let, let's pray for that over, I mean, not looking down on any of the prayer requests or, or sicknesses. We all have urgent needs in our life, but let's really focus on today. Let's focus on this service and doing what God has you to do, whether it's singing, testifying. Um, I know that's hard to do. I, I do my very best to get out of it. Um, but it is important that there's other people's lives at stake and our loved ones and a much greater need than dying this physical. If you die that spiritual death, you'll, you'll be a new creature. I believe I believe because what happened to me, I didn't want to necessarily be saved. I didn't want to live uh, a church life. But when God saved me, he changed me. Um, he, the old me died off. I'm a firm believer in that. I believe that if the old you don't die off and a new creature's not raised, you, you better consider what you have um, because he changed me. He took things that I love to do and made me hate them. Um, so, so I believe in that. But... Um, Blaine, why don't you uh, lead us? has a song they want to sing.
I was one of the biggest supporters of live feed when it really started to become popular. And then after I really um, started it, I realized there's a downfall to that. People think that it's okay just to stay home and watch it. So, <laughs> oh, but who would have a song they want to sing? Christmas present a long, long time ago in a little town called Bethlehem to Virgin Mary a baby was born. She didn't have pretty paper. She didn't have a beautiful bow. This gift God sent down to you and to me. Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes. The angels were rejoicing that very first Christmas morn. The shepherds quaked and trembled. The angels said, fear not, your Savior is born. I wasn't there to see the Christ child. As in the manger he lay, but I was there when God placed this gift in my heart. I can tell you the time and the place. Mary took care of the baby till he grew into a man from the manger to mount calvary it was all part of god's great plan the mob cried crucify him this man who knew no sin then he died on the cross for a world which was lost. And Joseph wrapped him in linen again. The angels were rejoicing that very first Easter morn. The tomb trembled when he saw the angel had rolled the stone from the door I wasn't there to see King Jesus when he came forth from the grave but I was there when Jesus arose in my heart I can tell you the time and the place. I remember very well. I was 15 years old. 
on Albert Street, and I could probably just about take you to the spot at that altar where I knelt and prayed, and the Lord took that burden out of my heart and placed peace in there and joy, and I'm so thankful that I'm saved. Anyone else have a song? Testimony song. Now we'll turn it over to our pastor. Sometimes I talk to him Tell him everything <clears throat> that's wrong Sometimes I cry to him When I feel I can't go on Sometimes I bow my head and I just can't say a thing That's when Jesus He says to me You're still you But I'm still You're still scared Oh, but I don't fear anything You're still weak But I'm still strong You're still struggling but I'm still on my throne Sometimes a still small voice Can be so hard to hear Sometimes the path we walk It seems anything but clear Sometimes just trusting Him is the only hope I see. 
That's when Jesus says, Child, lift up your head. That's all you'll ever need. You're still you. But I'm still me. You're still scared. Oh, but I don't fear anything. You're still weak. But I'm still strong. But I'm still on my throne You're still weak Oh, but I'm still strong You're still struggling But I'm still on my throne thought when we get to that point all we have left to do is trust in God it's going to get good because things will get fixed then it means we've already tried to do it and realize we can't and when we lean on him things will get turned around for the better anyone else Sure, appreciate Brother John opening up service. And I've already mentioned, I'll mention again, appreciate Sunday school this morning. Appreciate the choir singing, the special singing. Well, I'm telling you, it blessed my heart a while ago when I was over there visiting. I saw John and Prudy coming up the side aisle. What a blessing. And uh, then when I saw uh, the number of the Neal family that was coming in, I got another blessing. And uh, thank the Lord for you folks. Glad you just blessed my heart being here, all of you. And uh, every visitor that's here, we're glad to have you. We appreciate you being here. And, uh, you know, we got folks right along that's been sick. God's blessed to come back or been injured. God's blessed to come back. What a blessing that is. That's God's blessing. And I'm glad to be here today. It's by God's grace that every one of us is here that's here. I'd like to look to the book of Ezra this morning to read from. If you have your Bibles and like to read, I want to read from the first chapter, and then we'll go over to the third chapter. I want you to pray very earnestly. And uh, we got others that hadn't been here for a while, and you're back this morning. We're glad you're here. And uh, every person that cheers special this morning, and we thank God for you. Okay, in the first uh, chapter of the book of Ezra, uh, starting at the first verse in Ezra, and I'll give you this little bit of background before I start reading this. Uh, Israel had uh, gotten out of the will of God, and uh, uh, the old prophet Jeremiah, which I read one of his verses earlier, 
his prophecies, but uh, the old prophet Jeremiah prophesied that Israel was going to be carried away in bondage. Uh, they were going to go down into Babylon. They were going to be there 70 years, but that God was going to make a way for them to come home. And so that happened. They got carried away. And uh, I read to you earlier that uh, Jeremiah had said from God's word that uh, uh, return backsliders and uh, I will heal your backsliding. And so uh, when God gives you the call, that's time to come home. Uh, and Brother John talked about this. When you're lost and God calls you, that's time to come get saved. If you're saved and out of fellowship with God and God stirs your heart, that's time to come get in. And uh, so, but here in the first chapter of Ezra, first verse. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is at Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is God, which is in Jerusalem. And so that's all I want to read there in the first chapter, and we'll go to the third chapter. But uh, you'll see how God was bringing to pass what he'd given the prophet to prophesy. Uh, Jeremiah prophesied there's going to be a way that uh, people can come home. Now, as I understand it, not everybody that went to Babylon uh, came back. But here's the key. Everybody came back that wanted to come back. Uh, God called and he put it on Cyrus's heart. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was king when they were carried away uh, captive down into Babylon. But hey, God had put Cyrus in as the king and God put it on Cyrus's heart to open up the way. Now, it wouldn't have been likely just from a natural standpoint that Cyrus would have made that decree. But it wasn't Cyrus's idea, it was God's. And when the world's uh, standing against us a lot of times, uh, we wonder how could this happen or how could that happen or how could I, how could I follow God or how can I uh, obey the Lord? And when I was out of fellowship with God as a young man, I'd been saved a few years, but I'd gotten until I wasn't following God. I'd come to church sometimes. And the Spirit would reach me, and God would uh, let me have opportunity to come and repent. But the old devil said, well, you can't do that. You, you know, you've, you've tried that, and that didn't work. That's, uh, you're not, uh, not going to be able to do that. That's the way the devil talks to us, but the devil is a liar. If you're saved by God's grace, he that's within you is greater than he that's within the world. And so when God uh, told Cyrus, and Cyrus made the decree, and I put it in my words, he said, okay. He said, everybody wants to go back to Jerusalem and build the house of God uh, can do that. Now, they'd had a temple down there before, but it got completely torn down. Uh, I've had some things in my life uh, before that uh, I was uh, holding to and looking to and appreciating, but because of uh, my sin, uh, a lot of those things uh, were torn up in my life. Uh, you might be here this morning and uh, maybe you've been saved, but maybe you haven't been living for the Lord. It might be a uh, time and surely is time. Uh, if you're out of the fellowship with God, it's time for you to come home. And it uh, might even uh, be some uh, that's uh, listening on the live stream this morning uh, that God might speak to and get your attention. I'd rather that you'd be here and I, I'm sure uh, God would rather that you'd be here. And if you're able to be here, uh, you ought to be here. 
Uh, but whatever the case is, if God speaks to your heart this morning uh, and you can feel the Lord move, uh, you need to bow your heart and you need to humble yourself. You need to talk to God even at home and repent and let God bless you and get back to church uh, just as fast as you can and tell somebody about it. Uh, we need uh, to be about the Father's business. Now, uh, what happened here in the third chapter uh, and uh, verse 1 said, And when the seventh month was come and the children of Israel were in the cities, said, The people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. Now, I, I want you to get that. Uh, they come together as one man. Uh, they were in one mind and one accord. Yeah, I'll tell you what I've noticed over the years. Uh, when a, a church gets uh, their mind and heart together, one mind and one accord, well, that's when big things happen, Brother Carl. Uh, that's when good things comes about. And uh, how do we do that? Uh, we can't do it on our own. Uh, but if we'll humble our heart and call on God and let God direct us and lead us, uh, God will put us uh, in the spot we need to be in. I can't put myself in that spot. Uh, I've tried, uh, but I just can't do it. Uh, but I praise God he can. God's able to put us where we need to be. Now, they were in one mind one accord. Then stood up uh, the Je Jeshua, the son of uh, Josedach, and his brother, the priest in Zerubbabel, the son of Shelatiel, and his brother, and they builded the altar of God in Israel. Uh, so they came back here. Uh, the king had said, you go back there and build the temple back. Well, I like it. When they got down here, they got one mind and one accord. Uh, first thing they went to work on was the altar. Uh, in my life, uh, when I've been out of place, Sean, when I needed to come home, I needed to get my altar in order. And just like my friend, when Elijah when he was praying up on the mountain and he put the altar back together and put it in order, I'm telling you what, there's times in my life, what about preacher, have you had to do that lately? I have to do it real often. I don't live perfect. And I'm sure you don't either. Uh, but I'll tell you what we can do. Uh, we can uh, do our best to live for the Lord day in and day out. Uh, and if we'll do that, God will bless us. Uh, and uh, it's not ever time that I get on my knees or uh, bow my head. Sometimes I pray when I'm not on my knees. It's not every time that I bow my mind and heart. It's not every time that I immediately get a hold of the Lord. Uh, but I'll tell you what I have found out. If I'll make an effort and I'll keep trying and call on him and mean it out of the depths of my heart, uh, I can make a connection. It may take me a little while, but it's there. Uh, God said pray without ceasing. If, if there was uh, some way the devil could block me that I couldn't pray, uh, then I couldn't pray without ceasing. Uh, but if I if I'll come and I mean it and I'll call on God, uh, then I can get my altar fixed up. I can get where I need to be. And so here they said, and listen to this, when they were talking about this, verse 3 down here, said, and they set the altar upon his bases. Uh, it's got a place where it says, uh, and it's a firm place, uh, for the fear was upon them because of the people in those countries. And they offered burnt offerings thereon unto the Lord, even burnt offerings morning and evening. And they also kept the feast of the tabernacle. Uh, whatever God said to do, uh, that's what they were about to do. And that's where we need to come. But now, come down to about verse 10. Boy, this, this is what I really wanted to get to. Now, verse 10, chapter 3 in the book of Ezra. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple, boy, get this part. They set the priests in their apparel with the trumpets and the Levites and the sons of Asaph. Uh, Asaph, there's a whole message on Asaph on his own. Asaph was David's song leader, and he played an instrument. Uh, and about 12 or 13 of the Psalms in the book of Psalms is attributed to Asaph. He was a man of God. Uh, he was a, a man that David leaned on. He was a song leader. And so when the builders, uh, when they laid the foundation and they set the priests in their apparel with their trumpets, uh, 
Well, what's he talking about? I, I'm telling you what, we need to get the right garment on. I'm not talking about having uh, the right suit. I'm not talking about the coat matching the pants or having a tie that matches the coat. Uh, when, I, when I'm going to do something for the Lord, I, I need a tie on my heart and get the flesh out of the way and, and let the Spirit move my life. If I uh, don't let the Spirit move, I can't do anything. I, I like what John said. Boy, I thought how true that is, John. When you're talking, I, I hate to get nervous. I, I've been preaching a long time. I, I pastor in this church over 48 years. And I, my heart begins to pound. And my palms begin to sweat when it gets time for me to get in the stand. I say, oh, God, help me. I, I can't do this on my own. Lord, I need you. Help, God. I, there's so much at stake. And so much on the line. Uh, Lord, I want to get myself out of the way. I want to be able to get in touch with heaven. And I want to feel the Lord move. I can't I do that on my own. But if the Lord comes through, he's big enough to help me do that. And so when we see this down here, uh, they had their apparel on. They had their trumpets. Boy, the scripture said, blow ye the trumpet and sign. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Uh, who's that talking about? That's talking about the grand old church. One time when I was just a, a lost sinner boy, we've been talking and singing and testifying today about the time and the place where we got saved. When I was about 12 years old uh, in the old uh, little uh, white block building on Albert Street, uh, it, it's probably uh, just a, a poor little building from the way the world will look at it. Uh, I can remember it, uh, just those white blocks. And folks, I'm not being critical, uh, but they all wasn't put up even. Uh, some of them was crooked, uh, and the mortar uh, didn't match everywhere. Uh, but I'm telling you someplace, I really have, uh, that it matches perfect in my heart and soul. That's where I got in. That's where I got saved. That's why I was born again. Boy, it makes me uh, uh, get happy uh, just thinking about it. It blessed me. All the people has been talking about their time and place this morning. If you don't have a time and place, you need one. If you've never been born again, you need to come to Jesus and get saved. Why, preacher? Well, two reasons. Uh, main reason is you need to get saved so you can go to heaven when this life's over. Second reason is you need uh, to have the joy of the Lord while you live down here. Uh, I, even, listen, let me say this. I want to make it real clear. There is a heaven, and I'm going there. But with what I feel here today, even if there was no heaven to go to, I'd rather have what I got now than what the world's got. It's better than what the world's got. But the richness of it is, I've got this right now, and when life is over, I'm getting my glorified body, and I'm going to, uh, to heaven in eternity. I'll never die. I'll never be sad. I'll never be troubled anymore. I won't have to get nervous over there because all that will be behind me. But listen, I'm going to take my time a little bit. And so uh, they got the Levites and the sons of Asaph with symbols uh, to praise the Lord. After the ordinance of David, the king of Israel, uh, they wanted to do this right. They got everything together and they got it in order. But now I want you to get this, uh, what it says down here, uh, down here, and verse 11. And they sang together by course, by praising and giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good. Listen to this. For his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people... 
Little boy, God, get this. This, this is just special to me. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. Uh, they, they said, well, we're going to rebuild this thing. We're going to have, uh, the, everything's been tore up. The building's been tore down. Foundation's been tore out. We've got to put down uh, the right foundation. Now, now, that's naturally speaking, but spiritually speaking, I've got this mark over here in the book of 1 Corinthians, uh, over here in chapter 3 and verse 11. Get this. Now this is spiritually. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. I'm telling you what, when I got saved, I got on that foundation, which is Jesus Christ. You can't knock me off of that. You can't tear that part down. But sometimes in my life, when I've been living wrong, as far as the outer man, I've got this in the wrong place. I've got off of the right foundation. Now, understand, let me say it again. My soul can't get off the foundation. It's there for eternity. It's fixed forever. But in my life, I've made some bad moves. I've made some bad uh, uh, choices, and God's got my attention. Well, down here, when the people begin to come back together, and they come back to Jerusalem, and they begin to worship, and they got the altar in place, and when they got the foundation there put in place, they begin to shout sometimes. And I'm not being critical. I'm not criticizing anybody. But sometimes, uh, you know, God gives He gives us great meetings all the time. Seems like He's good to us. But sometimes I wonder why we don't shout a little more than what we do. We got something to shout about. Praise God. And they begin to shout. And when they praise the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But listen to this. Goes on. Boy, it's just getting right down to my heart here. Said, but many of the priests and the Le Levites and the chief of the fathers who were ancient men that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before that, they wept with a loud voice and many shouted aloud for joy. I'm telling you what, uh, listen, whether you're young or whether you're old, uh, there's a place in this for you. Uh, the young needs the old and the old needs the young. Uh, we need to be about the father's business. If you're lost, you need to get saved. If you're saved, uh, you need uh, to get on the right foundation and, and let that house be built and let it show somebody. See, when they came back here and they began to build this house again, the, the nations around them, they began to look at them. It got their attention. Folks, when we get where we need to be with God, it'll get somebody's attention. And so these two little points, uh, get you a song ready, uh, Brother Taylor, these two little points, if you're lost, you need to get saved. And if you're saved, uh, you need to be living right. Are you where God can use you? If you're not where God can use you, come and get in while we're staying. That's probably enough preaching. Come and get in. We can get to a point where we're not doing anything for God like we should. These folks all probably back here that got out of fellowship, they probably all thought they had a good reason. But God is the one we need to serve. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race which is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I'm telling you what, he endured the cross for me and you. We ought to endure whatever it is that life throws at us by the grace of God and for the grace of God. We ought to go that way. Pray while they sing. Pray for us. This song yeah. is really on my heart. Amen. We haven't Pray sang them, it in a long time, but God Amen. knows all about that. Bless too. them, Lord. But listen, listen to the words. Help them, Lord. Bless them, God. Help them. Yeah, come on. Amen. Listen. 
Amen. Oh, that's right. Amen. Would you like to honor God today by obeying Him? That's how we really honor God. How we praise God by obeying Him. Well, I believe. I suspect. I believe. I feel like somebody needs to do something today. Would you come? This is a better way, folks. This is a better way. Are you willing to put God first in your life today? You say, I can't, preacher. By yourself, you could not. But with God, yes, you can. Because God will see to it. If you want him to be first in your life, he'll bless that to be the case. Will you just make a faith move and come today? Please come. I believe we've got folks from time to time that comes to church, and I appreciate you coming. I believe we've got folks from time to time that comes. God nudges your heart. You kind of push him back and say, no, not today. Not right now. Not right here. When? If not right now, not right here. When? Now's the day of salvation. Now's the acceptable time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Would you come today? If you just got some things you need to pray about, some things you need to clarify to yourself, come and let's pray. We're not here to criticize you or look down on you. We're not here to insult you or embarrass you. We're here because we love you. And God's here because he loves us. Boy, I can feel him this morning. Somebody needs to come. I found a better way. Boy, I love that song. I appreciate y'all for singing that song. I, I appreciate that song. I found a better way. If we can realize that the Lord's way is a better way, and we realize that God's capable of doing anything, if I'm not asking this question, be a little silly, but if I ask the question, and I said, everybody believes God can do anything, raise your hands up. Everybody raise your hands. I believe that. I think all of us here would think, yeah, God, God can do anything. But when it comes down to our life and God's calling us and speaking to us, the old devil will try to say, oh, you can't do that. It's not us that we're doubting. It's God that we're doubting when we, when we refuse to obey the Lord. Sing us another song. We, we need one more. I, I just declare somebody needs to come. If it's you, then please come. Uh, surely, surely, surely God's calling. Just obey him. Just come and pray. We're not going to ask you a bunch of hard questions. You don't have to make a speech. But if God's calling you, you ought to come. Jesus died for you on the cross of Calvary, suffered agonizing, and died. And now he just wants you to honor him and obey him. Will you come? Your choice, your move, up to you, yes or no. Sing when you're ready. Please come. Please come.
Amen. Thank the Lord for those good songs. Anything else on anybody's heart before we come to close this morning? Glad you're here. Glad you prayed. Glad you listened. If nothing else, just be seated and we'll turn over for the announcements. December the 4th, which is this coming Saturday, there'll be breakfast in the fellowship hall from 8 until 1130, and that is just for a donation. All proceeds uh, will just go for different functions where there's raising money currently. Uh, on December the 6th, uh, which will be uh, next Monday, not tomorrow, but next Monday, 630, there'll be a ladies' casual Christmas tea party. Uh, come enjoy friends and fellowship with the ladies of the church. Bring a friend. All right, appreciate that. Uh, again, glad to have everybody here. And uh, let me uh, request this to the deacon brothers. I know the deacons need to go to the back and take care of some things back there and taking up the offering as people go out. And that's the way we've been doing that. But uh, Sorry to hold you up a little bit, but if after we get kind of through that, if the deacons could meet with me in my office for just a minute uh, after we get done, uh, a couple of things need to run by you, and you can help me with a couple of things, and uh, appreciate that if you can do that. If you can't, I understand, but if you can, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Now, if nothing else, remember service time tonight. Go Appreciate that. Another announcement one might be having the Lord's Supper and foot washing tonight. And that's following a regular worship service at the close of it. And uh, we explained this earlier. Uh, now you have to be already baptized and uh, belong to a good Baptist church to be uh, able to take part in that. Uh, no, you know, no insult to anybody. And it always, I hate it for our folks. And it usually works out this way. We usually have some some folks that's gotten saved and come candidates for baptism, but we haven't gotten to baptize them yet, and we have that way now. And uh, so no insult to you. That's just the way that things are set up in Scripture. The folks that, folks that took part in the Lord's Supper was already baptized. So hopefully uh, we'll get you baptized for too long, and then next time we have the Lord's Supper, well, we'll be, you'll be honored guests in it, and so be glad to have you. So remember that. And uh, Anything else? Let's keep praying. Pray much. Let's just all stand. And, uh, we ask Brother Mike. To... Our dear, kind, heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord, and what it means to us, Lord. And we thank you for our Sunday school. We thank you for the good songs of Zion, good fellowship, Lord. And Lord, most of all, we thank you for saving our souls. Those ones that turned you away here today, God, that you Lord. give another chance.
Acts, Lord, be back, Lord. Now go with us, lead, guide, and direct us. All these things we ask in Jesus' sweet and precious love name, for our sake. Amen. Amen.